Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Let us go into today's teaching. Third John chapter 2. Third John chapter 2, verse 2. Third John 2, 2. Beloved, that's you, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. I wish above all else that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Man fell, man fell by eating the fruit of a tree that God said don't eat. So redemption from diseases and redemption from sickness will come from the same source. Pay attention to this. When God does something on this earth. Let's say man fell, Adam fell. So salvation for Adam will come from another Adam. Are you understanding? So because they fell on a tree, the fruit of a tree is what brought sicknesses and disease. There had to be another tree to bring salvation. Are you understanding? Another tree, the cross of Calvary, the tree brought salvation. Next, there is a tree in heaven which the leaves of that tree are for the healing of the nations. It's called the tree of life. Man caused sickness to come and the answer was going to come from man. The Bible says the blood of bulls and goats could not satisfy. Go to 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Mark this in your Bible. First Peter 2, 24. I've, I've said this before, but we have a lot of new people. I need to repeat it. Most of my teachings are prayers. I give you prayer points. Majority, that's why I don't have too many stories and entertainments. It's prayers. You understand? 1 Peter 2.24, who in his own self bear our sins in his own body on a tree. What does a tree produce? Fruit. 
That's why the Bible says, eat my flesh, drink my blood. Why? Because I hang on a tree. The fruit of Calvary brings healing to us. Being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes you were healed. Amen. Revelation 22 verse 2. The tree of life is for the healing of the nations. We're going to talk about these scriptures one more time tomorrow. But I want to bring out something here. Sin entered into the world through man's mistake or man's sin. So for you to find the answer to sin, for you to find the answer to the sickness, we must sit back and say, what does man do? What has man done to allow sickness and diseases to continue? Are you understanding? I, we, can, we can cast the devil out. We can do all those things, which we should. Please, I believe in total deliverance. But it's important for you to understand, okay, humanity, Adam did something to cause sickness and disease to enter. How do I make sure I don't make the same mistake? Are you understanding? And we have seen, and we will see tomorrow in depth that the answer comes from the cross. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw many. Moses lifted up the stick and many were healed. Are you understanding? But that is good for tomorrow, today I want us to understand why did we even get to where Moses had to lift up the stick? Are you connecting it? Why did we even have to get there? How do we prevent? How do we completely avoid that situation? Write these reasons down. Reasons for illnesses and sicknesses through man's actions through man's actions. Now, there are some that have nothing to do with man's actions. For example, when someone is born with a sickness or a disease, a baby, the Bible says that there was a man who was born uh, lame. Then when Jesus went to pray for him, the disciples asked, whose sin caused this man to be like this? And Jesus said, no, 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 no. This was not his parents' sin or his sin. This was for the glory of God. So let us write these reasons. Number one reason shown in scripture for illnesses and diseases. Now, this is what I'm teaching. We need to do self-examination. Where in my life could things like this be manifesting? 
Do you understand? Number one, number one, dishonoring God and dishonoring his anointed. Dishonoring God and his anointed. Numbers chapter 21, verse 6 to 9. And the Lord sent a fairy serpent amongst the people, and they bit the people, and much of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, make thee a fairy serpent. Look at that. The same thing that brought the problem brought the solution. Oh, tomorrow will be powerful, yeah. The answer is still in the midst. It's still with us. Then, and the Lord said unto Moses, make thee a fiery serpent. You mean the same serpent that was biting people, you're telling me to make the same, okay. And set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when they look up upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if the serpent had bitten a man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. John chapter 3 verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. The same way the serpent in the wilderness was lifted is the same way that Jesus was lifted on a cross to bring healing to the nations. The same way was lifted up to bring healing. One of the things that caused this was dishonor of God and dishonor of God's servants. The answer was to look up to the serpent that represented Christ. Look up to the serpent that represented Christ. Next how we cause open doors. Taking the communion, taking the communion unworthily without self-examination. So just by unworthy, it means carrying it common, thinking just communion is common. It's just, ah, it's nothing. Give me, give me that thing. Let me take my shot. Quickly, you tap the bottom three times, throw it in your mouth like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Taking the communion, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-seven. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood 
of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. Church, this is New Testament. This is what Paul taught the church, that if you don't honor, you know, you know it's communion Sunday, you don't even come to church. It's time to have communion. You don't even care about it. You don't, you feel nothing about communion. Like, ah, why are we bothering with these cups? Unworthily, without realizing the power of communion, you dishonor the blood and the body of Christ. Many preachers do not preach this because sometimes it's hard for Christians to understand, especially the ones who've been so infused with the concepts of grace that they don't understand there are things in Christ we still have to honor. The, the, he was talking to a New Testament church that, hey, when, when it's communion time, it's a holy time. It's, it's something that is uh, good to honor. So he says that for this cause, many are sick and they sleep. So church, honor the communion. I hope everyone knows why we take communion and why we have a special Sunday for Holy Communion. And that is a Sunday that everyone who considers themselves a member of the church and considers themselves under my anointing must be in the house. If you're traveling, you must be online and ready with communion. Do not just see, ah, it's communion Sunday, ah, it's, it's whatever. Because even communion Sunday, you see we all dress different, we make a difference of that day. Amen. I actually wish if Communion Sunday, we would all wear, everybody, just wear black and white. So mentally, you're coming in to observe the day. You understand? But, I, but I, I'm, not, I'm not pushing dress codes. I understand people's preferences. But it's, it's good. It's good to do. Are we together? It, it brings us together to honor and value communion. Amen. Next, open doors, open doors through habits, excessive habits. This is number three, right? Excessive habits, improper eating, improper diet, improper exercise, 
lack of rest, excessive worrying, worrying, W-O-R-R-Y, excessive fear, excessive fear. and not giving your body the time it needs to balance spiritually. Church, you have one body, you have one body, and that's the body you'll have on this earth. The second body you'll get is going to be like a child but that body will be to get you to heaven, the glorified body. But while you're on this earth, guess what? This body is all you have. There are two things I tell shepherds and preachers. Your responsibility is the Bible, being spoken to God's people. I don't care how many other books you know. If you don't know the Bible, you cannot be a good shepherd. You cannot be a good uh, preacher, you cannot, regardless of how many John Maxwells you read and whoever you read. If you don't know the Bible, you cannot be good. Number two, you have one body, one, one brain, one body. And if you don't take care of this one body you have, regardless of how much your ministry or your life grows, if this body is torn down and beat down, uh, it's all we get, you know, it's all we get. So take care of your body, amen. And I don't say that to anyone's condemnation. We all can do better. We all can do better there, me included, me included. That is why I have a new friend. You see this guy, this guy. I, I don't like it. I, I, I don't like it at all, at all. But I have to drink, I was told I have to drink this much water. I, I detest it, not even just, I detest this thing, but I have to. So we are getting to know each other. You know, I've been asking very many questions. We're becoming friends. So yeah, glory to God. Thank you. Uh, Brother Alonso, you feel my pain. We are becoming friends slowly. So uh, uh, we, we, Paul says, the things I want to do, I don't do. I don't want to do this, but I have to. So it's okay. And uh, you get up and have to go to the gym and all those things. One body. Amen. So we take care of it. Next point, point number four, is uh, hereditary or generational diseases. Generational diseases, which also are diseases from your clan I, I need another word for clan because americans we we don't understand clans clans your clans your your type of people your like i am i am from the kikuyu i'm from the kikuyu clan race race yes yeah there are certain diseases that are for African-Americans, for white people, your clan. I'm a Kikuyu. Kikuyus are prone to certain things. 
you understand that's why it's important to know your your uh, bloodlines your clan your genealogies and those genealogies you must come against every curse every work of satan that's in your bloodline and your dna come against it how do spirits operate in clans spirits operate in clans through generational assigned spirits remember spirits are assigned to families and assigned to names the bible says you know when you are born when you are assigned in heaven to be born when god formed you in the womb he assigned an angel you know we all have an angel watching over us and that angel is yours there is there is your angel are you understanding if i go too far just stop me and i'll break it down further but everyone has an angel assigned to them everybody the work of that angel is to bring you to salvation the work of that angel is to bring you to salvation and when you get saved you live your life on this earth saved and then you die or somebody dies and goes to heaven your angel is assigned to your family to your children to make sure that your genealogy goes to heaven are we together the bible says of abraham isaac i am the same angel who was with your father abraham are you understanding i'm the same who was with your father abraham that's why we say the god of abraham isaac jacob the angel who protected abraham protected isaac protected jacob while you're on this earth if 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 a father and the child are on this earth the angels work together to protect the family so my angels pastor ashley's angels zion's angels zacks zoe's they work together to preserve the family and if there is anyone who is not saved the angel is fighting in heaven to bring them to salvation it, it's all in the scriptures i uh, one day maybe i can teach you on angels and how they help us now the same way the devil is a counterfeiter the devil is a counterfeiter so the devil assigns spirits and demonic spirits in a family to try stop people from getting saved the devil assigns spirits of alcohol spirits of uh of divination you find daddy was in prison son is in prison uh daddy was on alcohol son is in alcohol it's like how is this thing happening in the same family it's the same spirit it's the same spirit and this spirit has known your people your people and your people's 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 are we under, are you understanding this principles these yes. spirits have known your fam even the family members you don't know they have known them do you know uh, uh how do i say this i i, I don't mean to offend 
I mean to, to, to build you up. So please hear me for what I'm saying. I mean to build you up. Do you know a person who is of same-sex attraction, same-sex attraction, can get in a crowd, you can get in a crowd, and that person who has that spirit will identify others. A homosexual will know another homosexual, and they all look the same. To me, I'd never even know who is who, but they know them, they, they identify. A person with a fornicating spirit, somebody who, who likes to fornicate, can be in a worship service. And the people at the front are worshiping hard, but that person says, ah, that one, that one, I, I know, I know that one. They, I know that one, if I try, I'm going to get them. Because spirits identify each other. Are you understanding? It's like, it's like people who are street smart can pick out other street smart people. Very quick, like they, they, it's like they find each other. How do they find each other, Pastor? It's spirits identifying each other. The Bible calls it for us as believers, spirits bearing witness with one another. If you are born again, your spirit, if you are Holy Ghost filled, do you know when you see, you can step into a room and no one speaks, but you know who is Holy Ghost filled in that room. It's like you connect. It's like you know, you know, wow, this person is, is spiritual. Like there's, there's a spiritual connection even before they speak. It's like, hey, there's something, you know, you're walking in Walmart and you, per, you pass somebody and you look at them and say, oh, praise the Lord. And they say, oh, bless Jesus. And you didn't even know each other. And all of a sudden you have a Holy Ghost tongue speaking anointing service at Walmart. You understand? So spirits, my point is this, let's get back to healing. Spirits identify each other and they, 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 they connect. So we must come against and declare angelic intervention against spirits that are in the family line. Amen. Oh, the Bible says, let me give you one more scripture on this. The Bible says that God is the Lord of spirits. Spirits. God leads through spirits. When somebody sits in our church, the spirit of the house must connect with their spirit for them to be good members. Are you understanding? For them to be fully, fully in, in this thing, the spirits must connect. They must connect. Amen. So uh, my, my point is that we, we declare the angelic intervention to overcome genealogical spirits. Lord Jesus, where is time going? All right, let's keep going. Um, next, uh, sickness and disease is connected to satanic attacks, satanic oppressions and attacks. Matthew 17, 14 to 18. Lunatic spirits, spirits of you're seeing things, you're hearing things, those are purely 
satanic attacks. And those spirits, hey, let me say this, spirits that come from satanic attacks, you don't pray about them. You rebuke them. You rebuke them. Matthew 17, 14 to 18. Jesus did not pray uh, about, you rebuke them. You command, you, the Bible says you cast down imaginations. The Bible says you pull down strongholds. Do not pray about things that God has cast out. Don't pray about what God has cast out. So if you're having a bad day of just crazy imaginations, don't go praying, Lord, Lord, help my imaginations. No, take authority. I cast down these vain imaginations. I cast down these thoughts that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. You foul spirit out of my life, out of my destiny, in Jesus' name. If I find myself that I am, you know, sometimes you feel like, hey, a cold is coming. Like there's a cold coming. I cast it out immediately. Cast it out immediately. All right. Next, transgressions. Deuteronomy 28, 1. Deuteronomy 28, if you will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 15. The sicknesses of the Egyptians. Then Malachi 3, 8 to 9. Malachi 3, 8 to 9, next point. Covetousness, people who eat the tithe. You are, the Bible says you are cast with a curse. Covetousness, to touch what you should not touch. Ananias and Sapphira, touching what you should not touch. 1 Timothy 6, 6 to 10. And I have seen this physically with my own eyes. Seen this physically. Even number one, I have seen, there's a, there's a lady, we were neighbors, who slapped my brother and myself one day. I think the, she didn't hit me hard, she hit my brother hard, but, uh, but hit us. And my mother went to her and, told, and cast her, said you should have never touched my children. And I saw that lady get so sick, Lord help her. Anyway, covetousness also, you see it. You see non-tithers, people who rob God. First Timothy 6, 6 to 10. Uh, yeah, covetousness. Seven, immorality and sins of the flesh. First Thessalonians 4, 3 to 7. First Thessalonians 4, 3 to 7. You know, I, I, I am a believer in radical Christianity. There should be things that we as believers should just agree we don't do. We don't do. Like we, 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 we don't do. Unfortunately, when you, when, when you preach disciplines, people begin saying you're raising a cult. But how many of you know God, Jesus Christ was very radical in his approach to to holiness. There's a radicalness to it. It is not okay for a Christian to live in habitual fornication. 1 Corinthians 6, 18. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man does 
is without the body. But he that committed fornication sins against his own body. There are very many sicknesses and diseases that are connected to immorality and fornication because that is where uncleanness comes from. Amen? Also, write this point down. Spirits of suicide. Spirits of suicide. And, and pay attention to this or watch this one day. People who are always wanting to commit suicide or unhappy with life, it is connected to sexual immorality and fornication. It did not satisfy. They, they, they tried to find an identity somewhere, but it didn't satisfy. And now they feel filthy and dirty. Oh, yes. Now, unfortunately, when someone is telling you that they, they, they want to take their life, you can't start asking them, have you been sleeping around? Have you been watching pornography? Oh, you can't do that. But the root, please, the root is the root of suicidal spirits is the works of the flesh, the works of the flesh, fornication, immolarity, idolatry. People have scrolled through social media so much that they are depressed. They hate their life. They have watched so much pornography that they are now depressed. They have uh, slept around with so many people that they are now, they hate their life. Sins of the flesh. Amen. Next, unforgiveness opens doors for sickness and disease. Matthew 6, 14 to 15. Hebrews 12, 5 to 8. I have to give you these points because tomorrow is our uh, last day of teaching. The next day is question and answer. Uh, on Friday. So next, fear, spirit of fear, Job 3.25. The thing I greatly feared came upon me, Job 3.25. Isaiah 41.10 to 11. Fear not, for I am with you. Church, don't live a life where you are afraid of sicknesses and diseases. Amen. Don't let anything bind you with fear. I used to be so afraid of heights that I said I'm going to learn how to fly because I'm not going to be bound to that fear. The worship of idols, Exodus 24 to 6. Exodus 24 to 6. Exodus 20, chapter 4 to 6 the worship of idols. Also witchcraft, witchcraft. So witchcraft and divination, witchcraft and divination, including Freemasonry spirits and spirits that are thirsty of human blood and spirits that are you know these clubs, these clubs that tell you uh, you are now, you and your whole family are part of the Freemasonry forever. You and these, your, these clubs that want you and your children. Oh, be careful. 
Don't ever make a covenant with the devil. How do you know a club is a good club? A club is a good club because the covenant is by the blood of Jesus. If the blood of Jesus is not what binds you, you do not put your family there. Don't put your family there. Because if it's not the blood of Jesus, those spirits will require someone else's blood. You understand? I was, I was to be given up when my mother was in witchcraft. Secret societies, be very careful. Illuminati, these societies, these, they, they even have them in college and all these things. Be very careful what you get involved in. Or we are joining this club for success. God is the one who blesses us to succeed. Amen. All right. Glory to God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word brings light. Lord, today we denounce any ungodly covenants that we may have. Any covenants that are not written with the blood of Jesus, we denounce them in the mighty name of Jesus. Any open doors that have been left open in our life to allow sickness, disease, infirmity, and tormenting spirits, we rebuke them and shut them in the name of Jesus. Spirits out, out of God's people, out of our lives, out of our destiny, out of our children, out of our future, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we declare that we are covered and protected by the blood of Jesus. We seal every hedge. We seal every door in the name of Jesus. Lord, any area we have dishonored the communion, Lord, we ask you to forgive us. Any area we have fallen into fornication, idolatry, and works of the flesh, we ask you to forgive us, my God, and strengthen your people. Any door of fear that we may have opened and forgiveness that we may have opened, we ask you to forgive us, my Father. Any covetousness or transgressions that may be in our lives, we ask you, Lord, to forgive us. And Lord, may your angels preserve and protect our name and our genealogies from hereditary spirits. And Lord, any satanic operations that may be in our lives, Lord, we ask for angelic intervention in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, any area we've not controlled our appetites, our eating habits, any time you said fast and we didn't do it, forgive us, my God. And Lord, any dishonor we have for the anointed and for the altars of God, Lord, forgive us. We release mercy on each and everybody. Receive the mercy of the almighty God in Jesus' mighty name. Give him three great amens. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless